the Next Level Loan Officers podcast. To learn more about Next Level Loan Officers, go to becomenl.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Next Level Loan Officers with my main squeeze, my main <laughs> man, the man, the myth, the legend, Shane Kidwell. Welcome, my friend. What up, brother? Hey, you forgot to mention it's the number one podcast for originators <laughs> by originators, and that you're did. not a man of humility, so I'm shocked that you didn't bring that up. But that's the whole thing is I am a man of humility. I just proved it. Um, so uh, welcome, everyone. Uh, we've got uh, a good, awesome, amazing member with us today uh, that we'd like to introduce to everyone. Um, if you haven't made time, one of the things that we are starting to be more intentional about is asking for you guys to give us reviews uh, on whatever platform you're listening to this from. It'd be greatly appreciated. We're trying to reach out to more loan officers across the country. There's so many people out there hurting right, right now. So many people out there struggling, not knowing what to do. And we want to share our experiences and knowledge and be able to help bring uh, people to a new place of living financially uh, with their families. It's very important to us and our mission. And uh, the more people that know about us and <clears throat> know what benefits maybe some of you listeners have got, we greatly, 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 greatly appreciate a review. So without further ado, Shane, why don't you introduce Lee? Well, and- you know, this is what I love about Next Level. So we're, you know, we're probably one of the largest mortgage originator communities in the country, if not the largest. And ironically, you know, we have a member who joins and he's just right down the road from me. And, uh, but, but what's, what's fun about Next Level is he, and right down the road is relative. He's a hell of a lot closer than Ken is. But what's really <laughs> cool about Next Level is we're an hour apart from each other doing completely different things in a completely different way, not competition at all. We're able to meet for lunch, mastermind. And that's the beauty of next level is bringing like-minded people into a room virtually or in person, breaking bread, sharing ideas. And every time I meet with somebody, no matter whether they've got 50 years of experience or a day, I learn something. So really, really excited to welcome Lena Wynn, uh, who hails from the PNW uh, that's the Pacific Northwest. For those of you outside of uh, the area that rains the majority of the year, Lee, welcome, man. Thanks for having me, guys. I'm super excited. I mean, I I definitely uh, binged the entire podcast in like two months. So, uh, oh wow. Oh, so I'm you're a, drive- a podcast addict. Okay, all right. Well, I, it was you. You actually your series is actually the first podcast I actually listened to. So I have a 20 minute drive from and to work. So it was perfect. Uh, it worked oh. out most of the podcast were like 20 minutes. So that's awesome. I've done that yeah. one time. I binged, uh, some podcasts on uh, multifamily, you know, Shane with, uh, Corey yeah. and thought, did you feel like, I feel like I knew the guy after I listened to all of them and I called him and told him <laughs> to to them all. And he was like, really? Who he does has a good ball. Like, I did grow. Yeah. Anyway. So, uh, Lee, I see you got a flag back there in the background. Uh, I'm familiar mm-hmm. with that flag. You tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. Yeah, so um, we have all the branches. Uh, we haven't just figured out how to hang up Space Force yet um, because we ran out of wall space. Uh, but yeah, we have all the uh, military branches here in the in the office, and then I have my own little submarine one fat flag in the back. Well, okay, Lee, so. tell, tell us a little bit more about yourself and how you got here today because you got a really cool story, and it it's obviously you know we don't meet a lot of people that go to college for mortgage, so everybody's story is unique. Tell us a little bit about how you got here. Oh man, it's I mean it's definitely a lot, definitely a long, long road. Um, how I got to Washington because I'm originally born and raised in Oklahoma, and you know joined one together, 
Yeah, of Oklahoma. Um, so I looked up all the branches that had major bases in Oklahoma, decided Navy wasn't one of them. So I joined the Navy. That's basically to make sure I got out. Uh, and then went all over the country uh, to do the job with the Navy with about seven years, uh, nuclear propulsion. Um, and then uh, at, it, at the end, at the last tour, it took me to here in Washington State, uh, did about three or four years here. And then I knew I didn't want it to be in the technical or engineering field at all. I didn't even want to do it in the Navy. So I decided that uh, I pursue what I've always wanted to do was real estate, but I didn't want to be a real estate agent. So uh, my buddy who was a real estate agent uh, introduced me to uh, the lending side. And yeah, basically four years later has happened. So uh, this will be technically my third year as a loan or fourth year as a loan officer. Um, and the first year as just like a sales assistant, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Well, hi, dude. Thank you for your service. And oh, thanks. We definitely thanks appreciate it. And, uh, and, uh, the submarine, bro, that's legit. Nuclear sub, that's <laughs> legit, bro. You were so shortly and now I totally get it, man. <laughs> first of all, it's genetics. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was like, you know, a little too close to the reactor. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, I mean, uh, there's been stunted growth probably makes sense. <laughs> so Lee, so, uh, you know, for our listeners, right. Cause we're here for them. Like, what mm -hmm. do you think, you know, helped you like what bottleneck did you have prior to next level? And like what challenges and things did you see that you were having mm -hmm. on in your business? And, and what are some, uh, some key points that really, you know, changed your, you know, trajectory in terms of your, you know, business and, and, uh, and goals. I mean, honestly, joining Next Level really helped me with a lot of those bottlenecks, to be honest. Um, you know, talking to the coaches and really getting a different perspective on the business of people, um, how they went about their, you know, lives and also how they, you know, developed their business. So for me, when I joined Next Level, it was just because I joined, I, I was doing the same CMA course. And as a guy who's engineered brain, I mean, I love that course. It was awesome. It, it really taught me a lot of the ins and outs of things I really wanted to know, history, technical analysis, all that stuff. And then and I had been following Barry B for almost a year at that point. And I was like, well, if Barry B, you know, endorsed next level, I might as well give it a shot. Um, coaching per before that, I had a real uh, negative connotation with low mortgage uh, coaching programs. Uh, so um, I have for one specific coaching <clears throat> program, which I'm not going to name, but um, my main thing was balance, um, balance and getting out of my own way. So I was very, as, as everyone is, is a control freak and stuff like that. Um, wanting to make sure they, you know, uh, controlled every process, knew about every process and wanted to be that go-to person no matter what happened. But, um, but what, what I was sacrificing, um, it was balance. So I was getting burnt out, you know, seven years in the Navy, uh, then the ne next three years being a loan officer and building and grinding. And then 2020 happened. And, um, I was expecting 2020 or at least going into it was to like kind of ease off the gas pedal. As you guys know, that didn't happen. Uh, so you were damn probably, fool. <laughs> yeah, I know our biggest, our biggest year yet. My, the most money I've ever made probably combined in seven years in the Navy. It's, it was great, but it, it really really put me in the negative as far as like my my well-being so yeah um yeah so 2020 was that purpose was to kind of rebalance my life refigure out my priorities and uh but also do actions that also every day or uh, three a couple times a week that really uh give me some sense of accomplishment knowing that i did my thing yeah so speaking of that Okay, yeah, you, teased, you teased that out there perfectly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Speaking of that, so, since you said uh, so, yeah, man, I love what you say about balance, and I think 
<clears throat> I think if we're really speaking to people in this industry, I think balance is so important, but this is where the challenges are. People don't know their numbers. They don't know their numbers from a gold perspective. They don't know their numbers from an hourly rate perspective. They don't know how to live in, t- in the 80-20 um, you know, Pareto's law. They don't understand the, they don't have this as their foundation for how they operate and, and, and they don't know how to, you know, divide and conquer and delegate and scale, right? It's one of the hardest things to do. And what happens people so often loan officers in this industry find themselves working in the business and not on the business. And when they're working in the business, not on the business, you can't grow, you can't scale, you're frustrated. You have the same results. It's like chasing your tail, man. It's frustrating because you're working so freaking hard to do it. Right. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of things. Yeah. And there's a lot of things in there that are, um, I guess, things that are mental blocks. A lot of times limiting self-beliefs. There's a lot of things that go into that conversation. However, Lee, you brought up ATMs. And this is so important because once you can kind of figure out that front end of what we just discussed, what I just said, then there's another part that no one seems to want to focus on in, in, in the origination world. And that's ATMs. And we preach about ATMs on this podcast often. Uh, for those who don't know what it is, it's actions that matter. Share with us some of the actions that you started intentionally <laughs> focusing on uh, consistently that started moving the needle for you in your in your production. Yeah. Um, so just I think, um, you know, starting off when you're like new, you have a lot of time. So you do all the sales activities as you can. And then uh, my problem is I'm too stubborn. So and I, the thing is, I'm also single, no kids. So as a single guy, I don't know when to stop. <laughs> I think with those who have families, they have and a reminder that gives them balance, whether they, you know, acknowledge that reminder or not, that's up to them. But um, so for me, you know, I was doing as many activities as I can. And then, of course, burnout happens. Um, and then obviously 2020 didn't do any sales activity at all, activities at all. But what the ATMs did to me for me um, was when I was at the mastermind in September. And um, it wasn't so much that I needed like. It really gave me a different perspective in regards to like um, what sales that's just the sales activities overall. Um, it, you know, I didn't want to be like cold calling people and stuff like that, but I wanted to be able to be in a do these actions that matter that really gave value to people and get created a really great experience. So, um, in that mastermind, it gave me a, a healthy perspective on what I wanted to do. So, <clears throat> you guys said three a week, and I went a little more than I did five, and I'm really regretting it now. Um, <laughs> but uh, for me, I started uh, Mondays. I do my market Mondays. So, I always watch the MBS Highway videos every, every day. So, I take kind of notes throughout the week and be able to kind of dumb it down. And I post that to my real estate agent group, my private group. Love um, it. And and I do actually, and I do another one on Friday, which is called VA Fridays, because uh, VA is all I do. Um, so that's I just like some either case studies or some really quick tips about VA or how to work with VA clients or some obstacles they do with VA. And sometimes I'll add a like little quick tool on how to address some of these concerns. Uh, Tuesdays are so after a pipeline, I actually call the buyer's agent and the listing agent. Um, and just to give them an update um, and just tell them how things are going, asking for feedback. Um, at first, I was a little nervous with that uh, just because, because you know, the idea is to, you know, gain more favor with that real estate agent, especially the listening side. So uh, I was a little nervous and I didn't ask for appointments up front <laughs> or even near the end, but I was con- checking in consistently. Um, and then Wednesdays are my uh, pre-approval pipeline calls. So I reach out to all the uh, agents that I have clients shop, that are shopping with my clients or our clients, I would say. So 
anyone that's applied all the way to shopping, I reach out to all the uh, agents that are attached with them. Thursday used to be like, I used to do like these uh, Zoom classes for real estate agents, but I feel I'm starting to turn that into like my five to 10 thank you cards uh, for that week. Um, I'm starting to consider into making that Thursday more of a flex day, maybe a break day from those ATMs and just again, balance. So, um, but yeah, those are, those are effective by my weekly ATMs. And then we have, I have actually monthly ATMs now, um, that I schedule at the 28th of every month that we, uh, I do a homebot video to all my, uh, video to all my clients at homebot. Um, and then we do, um, the closing gift stuff. Um, we do, um, and, uh, 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 yeah, with the John Israel and just a few other things to kind of make sure we're doing something monthly. Lee, dude, real quick, just this guys hold out on us, Shane. I know, man. Like, like I thought dude, we he had like four nuggets. Like, I was like, that's so good, man. I know. <laughs> Lee, real quick, dive in on like when you say you have a homebot strategy and some of these other things. Some people say they, they know what homebot is, but what are you how are you leveraging that on a monthly perspective? Um, other than uh, uploading them to Homebot, um, that was what it was initially for the first few months. And then, um, I knew one of my biggest weaknesses was, um, a, a closing closed clients, uh, follow-up. So I was trying to, trying to figure out what, what could I could do to stay in front of them, especially now that they're getting reached out by a bunch of lenders, especially what's going on with the market and obviously, you know, refinance periods and stuff like that. So, um, I just felt like it'd be a great way to not be always be uh, in front of them like on a weekly basis, but what's more manageable for me and them would be like a weekly video. Um, I wanted to really test out Homebot to see how much engagement there was from the clients. And there was just tons of engagement. Um, I love how Homebot sends you an email uh, every so often and tells you, hey, these are the most active clients that you have. So I noticed a lot of people were just all over it. And just the system itself was so simple. So then I discovered the whole video thing. I was like, wow, this is pretty cool. We could do like a homeowners series or a show or a podcast kind of thing that um, we can record through StreamYard and send the link through. Because, uh, yeah, they use a YouTube link and that's what you send it through HomeBot. So I love that, man. Listen, if you were going to like if you could only work on one thing. And so for those of you who haven't read a great book for, for when you're trying to get more balance in your life, it's called Run Like Clockwork. And the premise behind the book is building a business that doesn't require your efforts day, day over day to keep the business rolling. And that's when you're an owner, not an employee, right? When you can step away and you can still sell cheeseburgers, you now own a cheeseburger factory. If you have to flip the burgers, you're an employee of a cheeseburger factory. So Lee, for you... In your business, what do you think would be the most? And and with that, it's all about simplifying down to a couple of key things. Mm -hmm. And like they go through this exercise: if you only could do five things in a week, what would be the five? If you could only do four, which one would you cut? If you could only do three, which one would you cut? And it's getting really laser, laser focused on the most valuable action that matters for you and your business. What would that number one ATM be? And if you could just kind of dive in a little bit on the strategy behind how you leverage that for people who are maybe just starting out, because you've had a really cool growth curve in the last three plus years. And it's it's no secret, the harder you work, the luckier you get, right? Uh, you, you know, you obviously have a work ethic through the military. You're a smart guy. You're funny. You, you know, you do a lot of social media. You're building a good brand, but it takes it takes concerted effort. What would you say for this audience is the number one thing you would do if, if you could only do one ATM? Oh uh, yeah, so that's a great spot. question. Um, I could tell you that. So the the runway by clockwork, 
kind of just changed my entire perspective, which was something I really needed. Um, so that that's a great book for all of you guys who don't haven't picked it up. Pick it up. It's amazing. Um, I'm actually going to reread it because there's some things that I didn't I think didn't think register the first time I read it through. Um, if there was one thing, I guess one thing I didn't also mention was um, education. I mean, that was the first that was the main reason why I got into the business in the first place was that I didn't feel when I first bought my first two homes, like um, I didn't feel like I was uh, fully educated in regards to what I was doing with especially with my VA home loan benefit. So I feel like there was a lot of opportunities for uh, the person I was working with uh, could to educate me in regards to like how I could really, you know, expand my growth and my financial wealth and things like that. Um, and then I learned more. And then uh, it, it was so bad to the point when I bought those homes, I didn't even know what a loan officer was, uh, especially when I was offered the job. I had no idea what a loan officer was. So for me, I wanted to get into this business and purely just go from education. If they wanted to work with me, then it, it would have been a really good uh, relationship in regards to value, right? So for me, it was it's education. Um, so I, I I teach these VA home loan boot camps, and then uh, we have a whole like VA realtor series that I'm working on developing. I've like developed the first four topics. So if there was one thing I could do once a week with, uh, or even a couple of times a month, it would be just getting out there and scheduling classes and getting in front of them to teach classes. Um, I think for me, that's where I find the most fulfillment, and I, I just feel like when people respond really well to the education, uh, we vibe well. So the relationship is a lot more uh, fulfilling in that aspect too. Let, let me dig in a bit more on that. <laughs> so when you say you you want to teach classes, how long? Where do you teach them? What's your audience? How do you how do you attract those people? Do you have a marketing plan? Like mm -hmm. if you would just peel back the curtain a little bit on like the Lee Nguyen School of Education. Like what does that look like? Um, so yeah, there's we have the VA Home Loan Bootcamp, which is directly to the VA clients. So we do our best with Facebook marketing. Um, we're, we're, because things have changed quite a bit in the last two years with how we do marketing, um, we're kind of taking a test step back to really reevaluate our marketing plan. Um, so one of the things I want to try to implement in is, you know, wherever location I'm going to do it at, I'm going to do like a Mike Cuevas video um, and really just dive into the whole business owner again that I'm involved and also promote the class as well. And then, of course, I, I send it out to my past client database. I send it out to uh, my current client base. Uh, where they're shopping or in, under contract. So we try to fill the class as much as we can. Um, so that's one of them. And then we have the VA Realtor side because mm -hmm. we knew that you know this is a team effort, right? So between the real estate agent and, and myself. So I felt like if we are educating as much as of our, the real estate agent community as much as we can, we can really help turn the narrative on the negative connotations on a VA loans. So, uh, but yeah, so I have, I have like a three topic series that's specific VA, and then I just developed another topic that's non-VA specific, and that was that's one's about like how mortgage rates work. But yeah, the first three topics really just dive into like chunks of how VA home loans work, and really just reaching out to private offices. We were doing them public, like you know, open event where they we would just try to invite as many people as we can. I'm getting a little more strategic in regards to reaching out to the county association realtors, uh, reaching out to specific offices now that I have a little bit. Uh, longer and deeper relationships with some of the real estate agents I've worked with. So some of them are inviting me in front of a group um, to teach these classes. Um, yeah. So really just, is that, that answer your question? I'm not really sure. Yeah. And, and listen, yeah. For, for the audience out there, what Lee unintentionally just described is how you level your business. And I, I've talked about this before, but you have these different levels of relationship and the impact that they have or levels of activity and the impact they have on your business. A one-to-one -one is, Ken and I meet for coffee. Ken's a, a client. 
Ken chooses to refinance with me. One activity equates to one result. A one to two or a level two interaction is where I meet with Ken. Ken's a newer real estate agent. I get two referrals from Ken. I close two clients. Now, if you stop right there and you're struggling to have balance, you have too much on your plate, where would you spend your time? Would you meet with Ken the client or Ken the agent? I would always meet with Ken the agent. A level three or a level 10 is really what Lee is describing where Lee spends an hour, two hours, but he can meet with 15, 20 agents or clients. Now, obviously for Lee, the most impactful like opportunity for Lee is to meet with 20 agents that then send him 20 buyers. And now he's got like a level 200 relationship, right? But that's really what we're describing. And that's the strategy behind where you put your effort. And I think it's so important to just really, really address. And I want to add something that you said or or come back to it. You said it earlier and you said, well, when I'm young, when I was young in the business, I didn't have a lot of, you know, a lot of deals going on. I had a lot of flex time. I had a lot of time to market. And I think that's where a lot of people struggle is they're not doing the things that are important. They're not doing the actions that matter. They're not staying focused. You know, they're they're just, it's almost as as though they're sitting around waiting and hoping. And I'm going to tell you, man, hope is not a strategy, Mm -hmm. right? You have to have a plan and you have to do something. And I, I think one of the biggest opportunities, you mentioned this too, that we have in 2022 and 2023 is education. It's mm-hmm. educating. It's not only educating the real estate agents, although that's a great place to start. You're also educating the consumer market. Our competition's fintech. It's the big mm-hmm. companies, realtors too. And our greatest opportunity, man, we've been saying this, uh, Shane, for some time. I think our biggest opportunity is partner with these real, local real estate agents, right? Educating them, empowering them, giving them the, the information and the tools and resources to start, you know, to be able to sell better in their communities by, you know, by through education, you know, certain programs, you know, some people don't know that you can buy a house 12 months into a chapter 13 bankruptcy if you go FHA, like there's just a lot of valuable things that they need to know. Or they think they have to wait 10 years after a bankruptcy if it's a chapter seven, you know, that stuff isn't true. And so it's just educating them. And this is the thing, man, is a lot of these big tech companies are laying hundreds of people off. Right. Mm-hmm. But they're but they're always they're always going to be a thorn on our side. And they're trying to put people like us out of business. And what we have to do. Right. Is in, in the reason they're not going to be able to do it, in my humble opinion, is we have boots on the ground. And as long as, you know, we have boots on the ground in our communities and we're and we're, you know, educating through videos, educating through classes, man, that's where you'll win. Because if you start building education and content and your branding and your online presence, dude, when that market starts coming back, you're going to be the guy in your community. You're going to be the you know digital mayor of your community if you do the work now. But it takes work. It takes mm-hmm. it takes time, energy, and effort. And I'm sure you put a lot of a lot of time. You said, "Man, I'm hustling." You know, I'm putting in all this time <laughs> yeah. and energy. So it's important for people to do the work. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, I I've kind of seen it myself. Just from some sometimes we see loan officers come in and they just they see they see the success, but they don't see like how we got there. So yeah. a lot of people, <clears throat> I think, and I think the education is also important, just because. In the last two or three years, we've just seen so many real estate agents hit the market um, because of the success, right? And some of them have really good and great intentions. So I think a lot of them, what's happening is that there's so many more real estate professionals in the field. They're also not getting this, the, the right and quality education that they need in order to stay and fight through what's going on in the market right now. 
Yeah, I love what you said. I always say uh, people just want to see the baby. They don't want to. They don't want to know about the labor pains. So <laughs> they just want to see the baby. So that's good stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, listen, Lee. What if if you know to end this out? If there's anything you would leave uh, for this, you know, this audience, and it may be people that were leading to win four years ago, right? Starting out with 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 a semblance of a plan, mm-hmm. but knowing what you know now. What, what kind of last party word or piece of advice or call to action or challenge would you drop for this community? Oh, man. I think, I mean, I guess for me, like I, uh, as you guys mentioned, like, you know, the work ethic wasn't really a, a question, like a hard, like a problem that I dealt with. I, I was, I was hung young and hungry and ready to go. I'm, I'm still relatively young, but uh, a lot younger than I am now. But I think we're, we, I think the first two or three years you have to hustle. I mean, there's really no way around it. Um, you either spend a bunch of money or you have to hustle or you do both. Um, so you, you might have to pull 60, 80 hours weeks and that's, that's just the name of the game. But I think at some point there needs to be a plan in regards to providing balance, um, making sure that you have, uh, going back to just the daily ATMs and just having a strategy and making sure that, uh, you don't get burnt out. And, and that's the, that was the main focus for me as of the last, since last year. So I think the power 90, honestly, I mean, I haven't personally used it only because I've been kind of just already been implementing everything already uh, since before I got the power 90, but I would say the power 90 is a great plan for those who just don't have any idea where they're going just because it gives a great daily uh, breakdown of what you need to do. And it's also, there's some mental stuff in there uh, that really um, kind of allows you to check in. Um, so I think that's a good uh, I would say that would be a great start having some actions that matter and starting with the power 90, to be honest. Yeah. Tracking and accountability. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that, man. Well, listen, if you get dropped in the middle of the forest, the most important thing you need is a compass and a map. Mm-hmm. And that's power 90. That's next level. That's our community, man. Thank you. We're, we're super thankful to have you on. Um, it's always nice oh, it's when somebody honor. from the PNW represents, um, <laughs> You know, and guys, if you don't know Lee, reach out to Lee. He's a phenomenal dude. If you're a veteran looking to get a home loan, um, he's he's a phenomenal resource for that. And again, the great thing about education is robots will never beat you when it comes to being a professional advisor. So with that, on behalf of Ken and myself, Next Level, uh, thank you guys for tuning in today. Leave your comments, leave your reviews. We'll see you guys on the other side. Thank you guys so much.